Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. So, it is, of course, the day of love. It's Valentine's Day, by the way, which is quite traditionally Irish, more so than anywhere else in the world, because Dean Valentine, of course, is buried in Ireland. A lot of people didn't know that, by the way. Um, I think he's buried somewhere past Christchurch. You know that road that goes from Christchurch up into Cork Street or that road? There's a church there. I don't know the name of it. I'm not a good church person to know the names of churches. Anyway, that's that's where he's buried. So we have a real treat this evening. Grania Nivellod uh, joins us by popular demand. She's famous for reading tarot cards. Good evening to you, Grania. Good evening. Do you know what song I'm always saying to, la- to, to ladies, but I suppose you could switch it around and say to uh, guys too, you know that song, uh, Robert Palmer, She Makes My Day? Oh, yeah, yeah, If yeah, you yeah. listen to the words of that, I mm. always say to women who come to me who are in disastrous relationships, listen to that song, and unless a guy is singing that to you, forget it. Right, okay. Because he says, you know, um, oh, God, I can't think of the words now. Uh, basically, he doesn't advise for anyone else, and you know she okay. makes his day, and and yeah. and he doesn't need anyone else. Did you else. get any Valentine's Day cards today? Brian? I did. Did you? For right, my daughter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get them from my mother when I was a child. I just knew it was my mother that was writing them and dad, posting yeah. them in the letterbox. Ah, yeah. My good old dad. Yeah. But I got I got some beautiful Valentine's Day cards from my wife today. We we're card people. All we right. buy each other like four or five cards, Ooh. and we just throughout the day we give another card, another card, another yeah. card. I go, so yeah, we love and I got cards. my daughter one from me and the dog and the cats and all right okay. flowers and yeah. So this is a popular time of the year for people to want to know their future when it comes to relationships, particularly those who've had been in a relationship, maybe broke up, they're lonely, single again, and they're wondering, am I ever going to find the right man or the right woman? And yeah. they maybe had a few Tinder dates that went pear-shaped. And I think when spring is in the air as well, we, t- we tend to kind of go, okay, time to shave the legs and get out there and maybe, you know, <laughs> get myself sorted, get a bit, you know. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? And, you know, because it is yeah. kind of like... Okay, you think at this time of year, you're thinking towards the summer and getting all your bits yeah. sorted out and, yeah, yeah attracting hair other... Hair done, getting the yeah, highlights hair done, done. the nails, the tan, yeah. Yeah. shaving the legs, waxing yeah. bits and pieces, yeah. <laughs> right. And and, when, and a lot of relationships break up over the Christmas. Yeah, like January, I was always busiest because a well, lot January of relationships... January is the busiest time for divorces. It's the a lot of relationships of break up over Christmas. A lot of, you know, marriages end Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Stevens's Day. Horrible, I'm not going into another year of this, so they break up on New Year's. Or maybe they've already kind of broken up. They just hang in yeah, for Christmas yeah, for the sake of the kids. Yeah, absolutely. Absol- and it's yeah. terrible. It's heartbreaking. You know yourself. Yeah. And so when people are coming to you, you know, and they want you to shuffle your cards, which are doing shuffling away there in the background, right? And, they, and they're looking for love. Are they desperate? Is that desperation? Um, I think relationships can get very, and I know you're having a relationship coach on later, and... I don't know if it's a he or she, but we'll probably agree with me. Relationships can become very addictive. Mm. You know yourself when you're seeing somebody and it's you're not sure if it's a relationship or not. And if if they text you, you're all elated and you're you're euphoric nearly if you really like them. And then when you text them back and, and they don't text you back, it's like you're on the floor. And it's like those ups and downs become addictive. They become mm. really addictive. And I always say to people who do come to me with in those type of situations when they're in relationships that aren't great when you do meet the right one I'll never see you again because mm-hmm. you'll never have you'll never come to me and say oh Gron, is this it and 
You, do you know what I mean? I mean, you know yourself, Niall. When you met the right one, that's it. Well, that's it. You know. You never don't. came to you me know, again, you know. Niall. I never saw you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I didn't think we were taking calls till after I spoke to Emer, but however, I think we've changed plans now. All right. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to take calls. Yeah. I, by the way, if anybody wants to get, contact us now, and remember, of course, this is for entertainment purposes Entertainment only. purposes only. No health, so, no death. Yeah, yeah. So we don't want to talk about, you know, your sick granny or any of that kind of stuff because we honestly can't give you information on that or we can't give you any advice on that. That's up to you and your doctor or you and your solicitor if it's a legal question or whatever it is, right? Okay. So it is purely for entertainment. And tonight, of course, is Valentine's night. So it is mainly about relationships if you want to talk to us about relationships or something lighthearted. When I say lighthearted, not too heavy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. Gran, you'll be happy to take your call. All you got to do is take text or WhatsApp, let me on to 087-188-0008 or indeed if you're too shy to come on the air you can just send your question and we'll put it to Grania. Oh yeah, uh, that'd be I, great. What, what do you need? Their date of birth. No, no, just um, if somebody's ringing in, just tell me if you're in a relationship or not so I know mm. what direction I'm going in. If you're in a relationship and, and it's not mm. going way, well, we can see if it's salvageable, if you're not and we can see when you are meeting somebody nice. Okay, we're going to go to Emer Draper in a second, but just before we do, uh, and if we, if, I mean, if we could go to Emer after that, Jane, it'd be great. Uh, Margaret, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Hi, I'm Margaret. Good, Margaret, how are you keeping? Yeah. I'm not too bad, thanks very much. Good, yeah, good. Not too bad. Yeah. Margaret, are you looking for a relationship or are you in one? Am I pulling out to, to find you somebody nice or to, to fix where you are? No, I don't have anybody in my life. Right. No. Okay. Let me pull out yeah. a few cards and see what we've got for you. Ah, okay. The first card you. I've actually got, um, Margaret, is actually a very negative female. So I don't know, is there somebody around you who is possibly, if if you do go out and chat up somebody nice, is their friend saying, oh, he's not good enough for you? Or, you know, I don't know if there's somebody making you feel bad or criticising you. Would that make sense to you at the moment? Or, yeah. are you, or are you too self-critical of yourself? Are you kind of thinking, I want uh, to meet somebody, uh, but who'd, who'd love me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. you're back on the nail there with that one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, the good news is the next card is a good news card. Okay, okay, you are still... Are you still heartbroken, Margaret? You've got the Three of Swords coming up. Are you yeah. st is there a past relationship you really haven't have either never got over or took you a really long time to get over? Are you still feeling heartbroken? Yeah, still feeling heartbroken. Okay, yeah. okay. Let's just mm -hmm. pull out another card on that. And the next card, see, you yeah. do have the six of rods, which is very good news coming to you. Now that could be good if you do go out, okay. you that you will get chatted up, that you will meet people. And the strength card is covering that. Now between now and July, the strength yeah. card is Leo time. Maybe it is time to start okay. getting out and go and having fun. Strength card is also the card of feeling better, feeling stronger in yourself, physically, emotionally, okay. mentally. And maybe take, maybe, right. sorry, can you hear me? Yes, I can, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. I maybe maybe it is, maybe it is time to, to, to kind of start doing something to make yourself feel better. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you will meet somebody. Good. Taurus yeah. time is looking good as well. Taurus is April, May. So again, and it could be a Taurus no. man as well. No, I don't. I don't know. No, I don't. Taurus man. Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. She's had one oh, of them. The, oh, is the Taurus <laughs> the past guy? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he was the yeah. baddie. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, oh. I'm a Leo myself. Oh, you're a Leo. Okay. Because the Leo card is yeah. coming up yeah. there. Yeah, Margaret's a bit of a lion. She's a fighter. All right. Yeah. Margaret, yeah, get out there. Get out there and start and... and, yeah. and it w so it was a Taurus man, was it? 
It was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. So don't Well, I think basically what we're saying is, uh, Margaret, don't let anybody stand in your yeah. way and don't let any negativity stand in your way. Yeah. And you see, the strength card is... Including like, yourself. I'm very strong-willed and I'm I'm a very determined person. She is. And, Good. Uh, I do have bumps in the road, but no bump will get me down. Do you know that's yeah. the way? Okay, I, the I, negative yeah, female I'm, in the beginning, you know, uh, so. Margaret, did he run off with someone else? Yeah. He did, yeah. All right, okay, that was it. Because the Queen yeah, of Swords yeah. is the love <laughs> rival card, yeah. Oh, the old mistress. Oh, huh? dear. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, get out there. Get out there. Get your legs yeah. shaved and get out there and let's meet somebody nice. <laughs> Margaret, listen, it's been lovely talking to you and I'll talk to you very, very soon, I promise, okay? Um, I want to go to Steve quick, very quickly before we go to Emer Draper as well, uh, our dating coach. Steve, hi, how are you? How are you, Steve? Uh, how are you, Steve? How are you, Noel? <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve, I didn't think so you were I... into tarot cards. There you go. Well, hey, look, I've, as a lot of your listeners know, you know, I'm not really lovey type of person. I've never, ever been in love. I've never oh. felt the soft touch of love. So Jeez, I was just wondering. Breaking. What sign are you, Is Steve, can I ask? Aquarius. Aquarius, yeah. You see, I find the air signs can be a bit aloof and can be a bit cold. and can, Not cold, but I don't know whether they put a distance between themselves and other people because they, um, they're afraid of being hurt. So they keep everyone at arm's length. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Sounds about right. Mm. Yeah, that sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. Do you so want me to pull out a few cards for you? Please, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Is there any hope for me yet? Okay. Actually, your first card is the Five of Cups, which is being very up and down emotionally. And it is that card where you're looking at your life and saying, when? When am I going to be happy? When is everything going to be Okay. When am I going to meet the right one? I don't know whether you feel like everyone else has had a turn and you haven't. Absolutely. And the next card is actually the card of self-criticism. Again, this, the oh. nine of rods. And Okay, Steve, when you were very young, so I, were you bullied in school or something? Were, did you all, were you always made feel crap? Okay, so I should say that I only came out as gay like two years ago. Okay. Yeah, so I was in relationships with women, but never loved them. It was a long story. Right. So, but there I, was an awful lot of self-criticism. I don't know whether, again, oh, yeah. not feeling good enough, not feeling, mm -hmm. you know, tall enough, skinny enough, sexy enough, clever enough, whatever. But there is an awful lot of self-criticism yep. there. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. There is somebody there. There is a guy okay. coming up around you. He's coming up as the Knight of Swords. So he might be a fire sign, Aries, Leo or Sagittarius. He's a connection across water, I think, to the UK. Now, that could also be somewhere else in Ireland, like if you lived in Dublin and he lived in Cork or Belfast or whatever. But I'd usually get it as the UK. There is, and you do, you do know him, don't you? Well, I'm, I'm moving to Dundalk in like two weeks' time. Mm, is, this, is there somebody there? No, not yet, but oh. well, maybe, maybe there is. Okay, um, might be I, a little bit younger. Dundalk. I'm thinking two to six years younger. Um, you're not into drama, are you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, literally <laughs> drama, like acting. Have singing. you ever heard Steve when he comes on the radio to give out to other callers? He loves a bit of drama. All oh, right, okay. Love oh, it. this is a regular caller, is it? Okay. Yeah. So, do you you don't do something like acting or in a choir, something like that? No, no, but I've always wanted to. Well, then do it, because that could be where you meet somebody. 
doing something where you have a common interest, even if you're no good at it, it doesn't matter. They can tune you out right. of the choir or whatever, you know. But definitely draw, uh, join maybe an acting circle, an act, a drama class, a choir. Go to uh, you know learn the guitar, even or start playing the bongos in a band, even if you're no good. <laughs> well, my may God strike me dead. The first thing I was looking up at Dundalk was there was there a theatre up there because I was genuinely hand on heart and not waffling. I was looking up uh, acting classes. Well, there you Good, go. There you go. And I think that that's where you could meet somebody where you have a common interest. You see, I don't just, I'm not just here because I'm a pretty face. She's not just a pretty face. Not there just a pretty it, face. Thanks for that. Now, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to go to a dating coach in a second. But in the interim, Grania's just going to get herself a cup, quick cup of tea. Oh, right. Y- y- Whatever you like yourself. And um, what we're going to do is we, if you want to ask Grania any questions, after the break, Grania will be coming back on. And she will read people's cards. Remember, keep it light. It is for entertainment purposes. It is the day of love. So we're talking about relationships. So she'll tell you if you're going to meet somebody or whatever it happens to be. So thank you very much. We should talk to you in about 10, 15 minutes. All right. Now, in the meantime, I'm going to go to Emer Draper. Uh, As we said earlier, if you're listening tonight, it is Valentine's night. And I want to know, um, Emer is a dating coach. Uh, Maybe I'll get um, Jane just to lower down your microphone there as well, Grania. Anyway. Emer Draper, known as a straight-talking dating coach, empowers singles to be confident daters, truly open to letting love and armed with positive habits to put them in the driving seat rather than waiting for things to happen to them. She's passionate about getting people unstuck in their romantic lives by igniting their confidence with deep-rooted belief that they will find the person of their dreams, empowering them with positive actions to get there. Happy, healthy relationships back. And she joins me now. That sounds really promising, I have to say. Emer, hi, how are you? <laughs> yeah, it does sound promising. Can I have a recording of that? Yeah. <laughs> In every networking event I ever go to again. That sounds like, <laughs> ch- it sounded more like ChatGPT to me, actually, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the word delve to come up there. Anyway, Emer, I mean, look, this is the day of love where people start contemplating their relationships, whether they're in the right relationship, if they're looking for love. You know, and when you say you're a dating coach, there is a skill to holding on to a relationship, isn't there? Sorry, go again? There is a skill. There's a kind of skill to holding on to a good yeah. relationship. Yes, there is. Absolutely. It takes... Um, I'd, well, work sounds not very romantic, but it does take work, doesn't it, of um, mm. learning how to grow with each other mm. and how... Yeah, like particularly in the early days of relationships, it's, it's learning how to fit somebody into your life and how you fit into their life and how you communicate with each other and um, get over those little bumps. Um, and then I guess as as it progresses, it's to make sure that you can keep the excitement and the love there. And when um, people come to I, you, when people, when people come to you, what is it mainly they're looking for? Is it to to figure out where they're going wrong and meeting the right person? Is, is that what it is or why they can't meet somebody at all, but possibly? Yeah, um, so obviously I focus on the dating part, so the finding somebody. Um, and most of my clients either have been dating for quite a while and have maybe been single for a while and are just feeling disillusioned, like they've started to give up hope mm-hmm. um, because it is quite overwhelming dating nowadays. Um, or the other kind of client that I tend to get is somebody that, you know, for whatever reason, they're coming out of a relationship that's broken up and they're dating again. And they're like, my good God, what has happened in the last 15 years? This is not what dating looked like mm-hmm. back when I was dating. Um, so it's kind of, it tends to split into those two uh, camps of 
one is unpicking maybe some of the bad habits and, and the defenses that we've we've built up to protect ourselves from hurt and the other is learning a whole new way of dating um, and having that confidence to go out and do that. I suppose if you've been in a marriage maybe for example for 25 or 30 yeah. years and all of a sudden you find yourself single it's a whole new world you know where yeah. dating yeah. in the old days was kind of meeting somebody in a bar or a nightclub and and arranging mm. to meet them the following week because there was no such thing as mobile phones or texts or TikToks or Snapchats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, but nowadays, <laughs> dating is all online, really, isn't it? Yeah, about 50% of couples meet online nowadays, mm. um, depending on, on which survey you trust. But yeah. And is that, um, is that a good I, thing, Emer? Because I find that relationships are now like commodities. You know, they're kind of disposable. Is it, is, or maybe I'm just old fashioned. Uh, well, I met my husband through Tinder, so I'm definitely biased in that I would say it works. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but I think it depends on how you're approaching it. There definitely is where you're saying their commodity, it feels like you can find somebody quicker and easier than ever before. Um, but actually, you know, it, it is quite overwhelming and time-consuming. Um, so if you're genuinely looking for a long-term relationship, um, I would say definitely do online because, like I say, you know, so many people are on it. Why would you not open yourself up to possibly finding people that way? But also think outside the box as well of how you can meet people in real life and don't put all your eggs in one basket of online dating um, because it can become a little bit like another workload that you have to do. I know, and I know, I, I know recently <laughs> I spoke to a woman who is going on Tinder, you know, on a regular basis because she was in a marriage, et cetera, et cetera. And she said she found that a lot of the men that she was meeting on Tinder were just looking essentially for hookups um, and that she'd meet them and they were kind of tended to be one night stands. And she she was finding it difficult yeah. to get a long term relationship out of it. Mm. And again, I think that it does exist and it's about having the confidence to put like straight up front on your profile. I'm looking for long term. I'm not interested in casual because quite often I think we're online. We get into the mindset that it's a bit like a popularity contest and it's like, I want all the likes that I can get. Mm. So you say you're open to everything, even though you're not really. Yeah. Um, and like the mental profiles I've read that said, looking for long term, but you know, open to a bit of fun. And it's like, but you're not really open to some fun. So yeah. let's not bother. Don't oversell. Ourselves that we, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not even overselling. I think we, we tend to convince ourselves that like, oh, maybe we'll convince them that they do want to be in long term or, like it'll start off as a bit of fun, but it might progress. But actually, don't bother doing that. Just start on the same page and be confident to go out and say what you're looking for. And, you know, even at, before you meet them for a date, say, listen, I'm looking for long term or you or not. And, you know, don't kind of entertain that idea that you might change somebody. Mm. And are some, people, are, are some people undateable? When I say undateable... Do some people just find it impossible to meet the right person because of maybe their own personality or their demands in a, within a relationship? Because I suppose because we all know that relationship takes sacrifice, you know, because your, mm -hmm. life, your life is not just your own anymore. You have to prioritize somebody else in your life too. And some people yeah, are just not yeah. willing to do that. But yet, um, but yet they want love. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, my view on this is I think a lot of it is, is driven by fear. Yeah. Um, because... It's really hard to face rejection and it's really hard to put yourself out there knowing that you might get hurt. So mm. instead, what we do is we say, oh, no, they must tick all these boxes or, you know, almost dismiss people before they have a chance to dismiss you. Because that feels 
nicer than yeah. somebody rejecting you. Yeah. Um, and then the more you do that and the longer that goes on, then it's almost harder to break out of that story because, you know, people will start saying, oh, Emer's too picky. That's why she never finds anyone. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go, oh, yeah, maybe I'm too picky. Well, I'll continue being picky. Um, but I don't, in my view, I don't think that's actually pickiness. I think it's fear. Um, do you think, do you, well, that. speaking of picky, do you think people second time around, and again, I go back to say somebody who's been married for 25 or 30 years, mm. do you think they're more pickier because they know where they went wrong, they were with the wrong person for <laughs> 25 years or 30 years, and they go, well, okay, I don't want somebody who does that, that, and that anymore because I went through 25 years of that and I'm not putting up with it again. So are, yeah, they, yeah. are they looking for a little bit more out of a relationship? I wouldn't say so. I think everyone is looking for most, like I always ask my clients at start, what is it that you want and, and what do you want to feel in a relationship? And I would say 99% of the answers I get is to feel part of a team, to feel like somebody has my back and I have their back. And, you know, that might come in different shapes and sizes and, you know, different personality traits and everything, but the, the core is the same. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that changes regardless if you're coming at it second, third time or fourth time round. And when, when they come to you, do they have a list of demands? When I say, like, let's say when lads come to you, I, I, I'm assuming it's women that more than men that go to dating coaches. Am I wrong in thinking that? Um, yeah, I do have more female clients. Yeah. Um, and I, my view is that I think guys are a little bit more reluctant to ask for help. Okay. Um, but I actually think dating is probably harder for guys than yeah. it is for women. I think so. I think you're right. I think, <laughs> I, I think I think men. It's it's like that thing. Boys don't cry. You know. I think men are afraid yeah. to, because it's not cool and macho, is it, to ask for help? You should be able to do it in your own kind of yeah. thing. Um, yeah, but when yeah. when they come to you, do they have a list of demands? Like, for example, when a girl comes to you, does she say, "Okay, I want a guy. He has to be at least five foot nine. I'd like him dark hair. I want to make sure he has hair. I don't want a hairy body." <laughs> <laughs> so do they do they have like a list of demands? I, I want him to have a good IQ. Yeah, he needs to have a college degree. <laughs> um, well, a lot of the work that I do is stripping that stuff away because I think that's just noise and it's distracting from what you actually want. So if if you are looking for a genuine long term relationship and you want love, love is a feeling, and what I do is strip away all that tick boxes and education or height or whatever because like that isn't what's going to give you that feeling of love mm-hmm. and that's just going to come when you click with somebody and they might surprise you they might be shorter than you or they you know might not have had the same chances in life that you've had um so on paper don't look like they align but you know the, unless you go out and meet somebody you'll never know yeah and um, so a lot of the work that i do is is like letting go of judgment letting go of control and really honing in on the feelings that you want and using that as your motivation. Is physical attraction important or is that a misconception? That is. I mean, you have to you have to want to kiss somebody. And if you're on a date <laughs> and you're there going, I can literally never imagine kissing this person, then game mm. over. That's, that's, that's <laughs> one thing. Thanks, but no thanks to. Um, yeah. So you got in other words, what I you're do, saying is if you want to take dating seriously, you gotta make the effort. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which doesn't sound very romantic. But no, well, Grania yeah. was telling us earlier on, <laughs> when you're ready, Grania was telling us earlier on, it was one of our guests in the studio, she was saying, you know, this time of the year is a very common time, of course, for relationships to break up, but just after Christmas. Yeah. I said, it's time to get your legs waxed, get your hair done, and get yourself back, <laughs> and your nails done, and get yourself back out there again. So in other words, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah kind, of, kind of the routine preening 
I suppose it is important <laughs> to look good, isn't it? To make an effort. Um. Yeah, but I, I guess it's what is genuine to you. You know, if if you are the kind of person that likes to do all that stuff and maintain all that stuff, absolutely great, do it. But if you're the kind of person that is a bit more casual and a bit more relaxed, then be confident to go out and show that version of you because you know that's what somebody's going to end up being with, mm-hmm. um, and that's what they're going to love. But uh, yeah, there was something recently. I think it was a uh, Tinder research about the. Um, the greatest put-offs on dates were women being rude and men being unwashed. So, <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> and and I, I imagine the big turn-off is mean men as well, if they're mean. Like, you know, if they turn yeah, around at the first date and say, like, and okay, so let's go back to chivalry here again, okay? It might sound a bit yeah, sexist, yeah. but would you suggest, if you have a man, for example, a male client, would you suggest he pays for the first date? <laughs> um, again, it, it comes back absolutely to what you're comfortable with and if you expect that a guy pays on the first date then that's absolutely fine for your for it to be your expectations keep your wallet hidden and don't even offer to pay um i i find the idea that you like oh let me pay but i don't really mean this and i please don't make me pay <laughs> really frustrating because <laughs> it's just setting this like miscommunication for that's basically a trap for somebody um but yeah you know, um, for me personally i on a first date coming from meeting somebody online i was like you're essentially meeting a stranger um so i was quite stubborn and i was like no i'm paying my own way um yeah but there's nothing worse 50/50. than there's nothing worse than meeting a girl for a date i imagine and then at the end of the dinner going right okay you had the steak i had the <laughs> duck and oh, you two glasses of wine. I only had one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that would be the most embarrassing. Because I can tell you now, if I was a girl and that happened to me, I'd be saying, won't be meeting him again. <laughs> uh, well, I think anyone that does that with a bill is, is uh, questionable. But a 50-50, going Dutch or whatever you want to call it, that's fine, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a traditionalist. You know, we were only talking yeah. the other night on the radio about, you know, this is a leap year, of course, as well. And, you know, yeah. women can propose, of course. And mind the way, women can propose anytime they want to propose. There's nothing stopping them doing it. But mm-hmm. traditionally, of course, it's on a leap year. Um, and, you know, I think traditional values are good, too. Are women, When women are yeah. looking for men, are they looking for men with traditional values? You know, this kind of idea that, you know, the man is the breadwinner or, you know, the, and he's a provider and a protector and, you know, he's going to go out mm-hmm. and hunt and the hunter-gatherer. Are, they, are women, st- because according to research recently, and I remember reading this research that when they asked women and men what they wanted in a relationship or in a partner, women had said they wanted somebody who they were felt secure with, who they felt protected by, mm-hmm. and could look after them. And so career yeah. career mattered. Whereas when they asked men, career didn't matter. All they wanted mm-hmm. was a woman who loved them and who was, they obviously mentioned intimacy as well as important in the relationship. Very different priorities, men and women. So, in other words, men weren't really care, didn't care too much about a woman's career, but a, a woman cared about a man's career because they wanted protection, so financial protection as well. Is that still mm-hmm. the case? Yeah. Um, I, can't, I think it's, it varies. Uh, a lot of the clients I work with know it's, it's not the case. And um, I think protection is as much about an emotional connection and protection as it is about financial protection. You know, like it, I think we automatically jump to it being a finance thing um but you know have that feeling of having somebody support you regardless can come in various different guises mm-hmm. um and i have i've had clients who 
are high earners and they struggle with men being comfortable that they're with okay. somebody that earns more than them. So, yeah. you know, it, it really does vary from person to person. Well, listen, it's been interesting. And, of course, Valentine's Day is today <laughs> and a lot of people are thinking about their relationships. Maybe you know, it's such a good thing now for some people, but it's a good thing for others. If people want more information, by the way, do you have a website or something they can pop on to? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my company is Kindling Dating. Kindling um, Dating. So Kindling yeah. Dating. Yeah, yeah. kindlingdating.com. Um, that's like firewood kindling. Um, or you can find me on Instagram at kindling underscore dating. Thank you very much indeed. Emer Draper, I appreciate you talking to us on the air tonight. Thank you very much. Great. Now, Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm joined in studio by Grania Niveloid. See, I jo- see, see, Grania, I'm Nivelode. getting good at getting your name right. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not very... Some people do, do a nick in it. What, what's that all about? Nivelod. Okay, but somebody. I've often oh, Nick. Is, Nick is just another way of saying daughter. It's like Mark and Nick. Mark oh, okay. is son Nick. Like, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I've learned something new every day. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to come on, Grania will read your cards. And Grania, by the way, Grania, you're up in Georgia Street, aren't you? I'm in South William Street. Oh, South William Street. Sorry, Number 22 South William Street. So people might be very familiar with you, people who go and get their cards I've, read on do a regular you know, basis. Do you know how long I've been there, Niall? More do, years do, do, than I care to remember. 25 years this year. 25 years. I signed my lease on the 19th of March, 1999. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, and I said it's expensive up there, is it? No, not really, because I've been there so long. I've been there. I'm in a basement. It's You've not got a exactly, good deal going on, so okay. I'm in a basement. I'm in the All dungeon. Right, let's take a couple of calls. Karen, it says on my screen, Karen 2, so there must be a Karen 1 somewhere. Anyway, Karen, hi. I, How are you? I should be Karen 1. But it says Karen 2 on my screen. I don't know why it says Karen 2. Maybe that was a... Uh, <laughs> your, your Karen is Karen 1. I, that's, I go that's, Karen that's what it is. Oh. My Karen is Karen that's 1. That's what it is. Okay, fire that's away. Talk is. to Grania there. Hi, Karen. Hi, Grania. Karen, Hi, Grania. are you looking Grania. for love? I've... Sorry. No. 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 Okay. Um, I have that. So just sort of a general reading. Okay, well, we're, we're meant to be asking about love, so let's pull no, out no, a few cards. No, no, it doesn't matter. It's okay. okay. Whatever, whatever she wants to ask. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, actually, your first card is the Nine of Swords, which is actually a card of stress and worry. I don't know if there's something you're worried about at the moment, not necessarily to do with your relationship, but it is a card of worry, or is there somebody around you right now who is either very upset or worried? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay, the card... Yeah. The next card is actually the Two of Swords and the Two of Swords is the card with the blindfolds on. So it could be somebody who's worried about something and actually there's maybe a lot more they don't know about because the blindfolds is like something you're not looking at or can't see or something that you're not privy to or is being held from you. So again, okay. as I said, you probably know what this is. I don't. But um, yeah. right now, because we're only pulling out a few cards, obviously. But the lover's card is around that. Is there somebody really, really worried about their relationship? And there's actually a legal so. card coming up around it as well. So yeah. it could actually it might, be... It might not be you, Karen, maybe. Yeah, it you know, could be could somebody be going through legal or, or, divorce, or unless it's... Yeah, you see, the first two cards aren't necessarily directly connected to the next two cards. But mm. there is a okay. legal thing coming up here, legal papers, documents, contracts, maybe getting legal okay. stuff sorted out. Now, that can sometimes be stuff okay. like your insurance, your car, you know... Um, yeah. Bank accounts, all that kind of thing. Have you got an actual okay. question? Actually, that's coming up around a car, Karen. So I don't know, is your tax out or NCT <laughs> doing? And actually, all of the above <laughs> apply to me. No, but this is legal. So you could have a parking fine or something you forgot about. So just be careful about that. Okay. But do you have a question, okay. Karen? Um, yeah, I suppose I'm 
10 years married in a long-term relationship and I just, I suppose, long-term, how does that pan out? Okay, the next card I have is the 10 of Pentacles. Are you and your other half thinking of moving somewhere else? 10 of Pentacles is looking at a house, looking at a home. It is the happy ever after card. You could find yourself looking at moving somewhere. Okay, there is another home there, but it's not. We're in our forever home, if that makes sense. Right, there okay. Home there with, Do you go and visit with, this other home often? Is it like a holiday home? It's beside us. No, it's beside us. There is a place that we do go to every year. Okay. Okay. No, this is no. No, no, no. I think there's another okay. house. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. 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 Now, that could be 10 years in the future, but there is another home coming yeah. up. I do feel okay. it's the purchase okay. of a property. Okay. 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 Karen, thank That's you very much indeed. Perfect. Nice thank talking you so to you. Much. Thanks. See bye you. Bye, bye, Karen. Let me go to Bob. Bob, hi. Hi, Bob. How's it going? Talk Hello. to you. Talk hi. to Grania. Hi, Bob. How are you? How are you? Not too bad. Do you have a particular question, Bob, or will I just pull out yeah. a few cards? Um, I was in a relationship for 23 years. I'm married for 16 years. And um, basically what happened was my wife came along in the summer and told me that she just didn't want to be part of the relationship anymore. I wanted to break up the marriage. Sorry to hear that. Son is, eight, son is 22, great kids, and beautiful daughter, 18, studying in college. Um, I was actually grieving probably more than I did when my man died. Ah, God. I felt very guilty, and I'm actually heartbroken over Okay. And when did this happen, uh, Bob? It happened in the summertime, and... I okay, because I'm getting the... Te- the ten- at the moment. The t- yeah. Sorry? I still, I still care for her, and... I'll always have respect for, for being the mother of my children. She's been a good mother. Yeah, but the Ten of Swords is your first card there. So the Ten of Swords is something com- coming to an abrupt or a final ending. Is she saying, no, this is it, it's totally gone? And she's kind of making mixed signals and yeah. kind of feel that she has... Is she with someone else, Bob? Because the ne- what sign are you? You're not Cancerian, are you? Yeah, well, this is what... Oh, I'm Sagittarius, yeah. Oh, no, sa- Cancerian. Okay, so th- there is another man coming up around... So I don't know, but that could yeah, be that, very that up. Would make sense, yeah. But that could be very up and down or on and off. So I don't know if there was, it did that relationship end? She started started seeing someone else, but now that maybe the novelty is wearing off in that situation for him or her or both. Mm. Very sounds similar, but I kind of kept keep me kept me distance to try and rebuild myself. Yeah. Or do you know what I mean? And self. Because I felt as if I was kind of, you know, like making... Is, is there any part of you, Bob? Sorry for interrupting there, but is there any part of you? Because I'm very sad to hear your story, by the way. It's very, it's tragic when a relationship that you're in that you feel is stable breaks up and you lose your family. You feel like you're losing everything, that whole unit. And it's very hard to, to deal with. It's like, yeah. it is like a grieving process. Yeah. Oh, it but, really was, yeah. yeah. It was. And do, do you feel, there's any, any part of you? Times I pass by certain areas and, you know, yeah. I get great memories and it just... Of course, of course. Tears, you know? I know, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I gave her everything and... Yeah, she was a great, great person until this happened. Like you know, <laughs> everybody, yeah. every, everybody is until that happens. But Bob, is there any part of you at the moment that feels that you might be ready to move on to a new relationship? I thought I would have been, but I mean, you know, we have to, we have a house that we still have a mortgage on, and mm. you know, and there's a lot of sentimental value in it. But I think once the house is broken, it, and definitely yeah. what she did, like, it, it's some. I would forgive her, but I think I'd be. I go to counselling and I go to marriage. It'd be difficult for you to, to Bob, trust is she, somebody is she else. Is she actually yeah. planning to go somewhere else? This guy isn't in another country, is he? 
he travels here, but as far as I know, he's he's on the continent driving that, you know. Yeah, because the world card is coming up. She, I don't know if it's still right now, but I think she was thinking, I'm going to leave, I'm going to go to another country, I'm going to start a whole new life. But that, uh, as I said, it seems to me that the novelty is wearing off there. So I don't know if she's not sure if that guy is still as interested. So she might be giving you mixed signals as in, you know, keeping her options open. Now, funnily enough, around, again, around the, between kind of the um, Gemini time and the Leo time, so between kind of June and August, you actually could meet somebody where all of a sudden you have a big turn about how you feel. Like mm. you could meet somebody where you go, oh, well, actually, I'm going to give this one a chance because it does look yeah, like, and yeah, actually you could be really, like really happy. Sorry? I just would look, wouldn't like to go into a relationship and hold somebody's feelings just for the sake of being on the mm. rebound. You know? Oh, no, I don't, I don't think you're, the right reasons, you you'd know? be doing it to hurt anyone's feelings. I actually think you could meet somebody where you could be really happy again because I've got the sun card coming up and the sun is a really happy time and it is the summertime. Um, and even yeah, though yeah. you might not think so now, you could meet somebody where, and of course, the minute you do, she will want you back. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say to you, Bob, just on a personal level, you know, yeah. I, I, I know you sound really upset and I'm really sorry to hear the way you feel. But sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, when you're in a relationship, and trust me, I've been in your situation, yeah, when so you're in a relationship and your family breaks up, and to me it wasn't about losing a wife or any of that kind of situation. It was about the family unit breaking up, your family, your yeah, kids, so yeah, your home. It's, it's the whole unit, the breakup, something that you expected to last forever because everybody gets married to last forever. And you feel that, you know, that sadness or that grieving process yeah, is never very, going to um, end. I'm very empty. Yeah, and, 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 and to come. absolutely, Bob, I was in the same place as you. I was exactly in the same place as you. And by the way, it's a matter of a public record. I've spoken about it on the television verb where uh, at it's one stage I was... No, I was so depressed at one stage I was up on top of Hoth Head and mm. I, was, I wouldn't be yeah, here well, today. I, if, I was at a stage where I think yeah. that, but I am getting stronger. And I Good, have, have that's great. Fantastic family around And when I tell friends. you, the, the, end, the end of what I'm going to say to you, Bob, for a bit of advice, right? I met the most beautiful woman in the world and that was five years ago. Um, and Oh no, sorry, should I say? Sorry, it was six years ago. And it's, I was seven, almost seven years now. And I'm now married to her. And it's the most amazing and wonderful relationship. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, there's light at the end of the tunnel, Bob. She's such an amazing person, and just just to lose that overnight. I mean, yeah. I, I was in such a great place, and business was flying, the kids were happy, everybody was happy, and then just to hit with a sucker blow like that, you know, I said, I just was in total shock. As I said, I was lucky enough that my dad was gone off his plane, dead in the house, and when I say I cried, like I mean I cried like no, a baby. I, but no, as I said, like. Yeah. I know. And man, I, I, know yeah. I know. Look, relationships can be really difficult, Bob. You know, but all I'd say to you, Bob, is, you know, move forward with your life. Um, you will get through this. It's a really hard time. I've been there. I know what it's like when you lose your family and your family unit breaks up, something you plan to last forever, and you had loads of plans in your life and happy ever after and how things go, and it doesn't quite work out like that. But trust me when I say, I know how you feel right now, but it'll change. And, you know, you might. As Grania said, in next June, was it June? Yeah, I think between, yeah, yeah, kind of June, July, August time. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you could might meet somebody. You might meet somebody and, and your whole life will change overnight, Bob, about how you feel about the past and how you feel about maybe the optimism of the future. So listen, Bob, I, I, I yeah. can't give a comment on because I, I have to go through loads of people here, but Bob, I really appreciate it and I hope things get better for you. All right. Okay. Absolutely appreciate it. Thanks very much. Good, right. luck, Good luck, Bob. Good luck. You too. You too, Bob. Let me go to Eddie. Eddie, hi. How are you? Even really well. I'm good. Eddie, have you got a question for Grania? 
Yeah, how are you, Granny? Hi, Eddie, how are you? Not too bad. So I was kind of seeing someone, more like a friend with benefits, but we had feelings for the past eight years. Oh, wow. And it ended there, it ended there about, but in my head it ended about three months ago, but it only ended there about two weeks ago. Right. And I'm wondering, because mentally and emotionally I'd be good, right? But there's one emotion I don't cope with, and that's confusion. Right. And I want, I'm curious where it went wrong. Like, I would text her and we would talk and text for hours and hours and we'd meet up, we'd take the dogs for a walk, we'd go for a cup of tea, we'd do stuff together. And then all of a sudden I'd be texting going, what are we doing this weekend? Oh, I'm busy, I'm busy. And little by little, I kept getting those answers. The calls, the texts got less and less. And then eventually a couple of weeks ago, I went, ah, here. I, I, I've had enough. Okay, uh, I what, can I ask what sign you are and what sign she is? Is she fire by any chance? Is she Aries? Oh, I'm Virgo. Um, I don't know. What's March? I wouldn't have a clue. What date in March is she? Um, I think it's about the 6th of March. Oh, 6th of March is Pisces. Okay, if she was the end of March, she'd be Aries. There is a woman coming up in your cards, coming up as a fire sign, but that can... Is she very fiery? Is she very moody? Is she very changeable? No, and this is the thing. She's okay. very constant, so... All right, okay. So that yeah. could also be someone else coming in. But there is a sudden change coming into your cards where she... I actually feel she could be back around you. And I actually feel she could... As as suddenly as it, it seemed to end, she could be coming back around you. The lover's card is there. There's a choice coming up in your love life. And there is a woman showing up that does look like she's a fire sign. There, um, That's not Jane, is it? <laughs> Grania, there's a bit of an ongoing joke in this radio station in relation to Eddie and Jane. All right, oh, so they're just all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, the thing is about this relationship, Eddie. This Not wasn't in head, by the way, this. This was all right. <laughs> this wasn't going great for a while. I know you said you were kind of friends with benefits for eight years, but probably since the middle of last year, things weren't going as good. I don't know if there was it was just getting more and more sporadic kind of maybe around May, June, July of last year. Okay. Okay. And is she seeing someone was she did she have someone else? Did she actually have a boyfriend? No. Okay. There could be someone else around her. But mm. that could be very sporadic or that could be kind of to what I'm getting with the other guy coming up in the cards is he could be very, very aloof. He could be somebody who keeps people at arm's length. So I, I think she's going to be back around you. Um, it could it could be pretty quick. Do you want this girl back, Eddie? Um, oh, miss her loads. Miss her loads. But uh, one thing I want of someone is honesty, you know. So I'm kind of confused about what happened. That's the bit I don't get. It looks like okay. there was someone else. It looks like now, and maybe it, I know you said it was friends with benefits. Did she actually want a relationship? And while you kind of had her there, um, uh, no, no, we were just happy plodding along, doing our own thing, and or, yeah, it worked for both of us, you know. Well, I think she wasn't happy, well, and maybe there was someone okay. else offering her something else, but I think okay. she'll be back. Okay, all right, Eddie, listen, thanks for that. Sorry, I have to rush. I've just to go to David very quickly before we finish. David, hi, how are you? Not too bad in you, Niall. Good. I've only got two minutes, David. Oh, Go David. on, talk to Grania. Hi, David. Hello, Grania. Are you are looking? You? F- are you looking for love? Well, I'm 53 and I'm on my own since 2006. Oh God, same I as myself. Am, uh, I'll, I'll be 55 next week in five days, yeah. actually. 
and on my I'm own since 53 th- yesterday. All right. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Okay, let's have a quick look for you. And don't think I'm 53 and that's the end of the world. Jesus. Okay, well, actually, your first card is the hair front, which is relationship and commitment. Now, are you doing anything about it? Do you want to meet somebody? Are you going places where you're going to meet someone? Now, for us old folk, what about going to a local gig in a pub? Do you go places? Um, I'm very much a workaholic. Right. There's one of my, 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 one of my biggest downfalls. Okay. Uh, the- second one is, uh, I would, I suppose, I... Uh, when I'm not working, I'm in. I have two horses. I'm into horses in a big way. Oh, fabulous! I love hunting. I love hunting, tracking, anything like that. Anything to do horses. I have my own, and we go play. Oh, I had horses now, too. We, we, it sounds like we're a match. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we can hook the two years up here. I, I, I had horses for years and years and years. My last horse actually died very beginning of the pandemic. She was 27, thoroughbred, Norden Dancer's great granddaughter. You'd know what I'm talking about, wouldn't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, if you want, if you want a job, I can give you a job. There's no oh. problem. I have two of them that need to be written out every day. Oh God, written out a bit of yeah. writing, fabulous. No, you do need yeah. to start going out. You actually have t- two or three very, very good relationship cards there. Um, you need to go places where you're going to meet people. And actually, have you th- two or three jobs, David? I have two. Funny enough. <laughs> yeah, because it's like as if you you are spreading yourself too thin. You need to um, actually start yeah, socialising. I actually, uh, I suppose it's maybe it's a sad thing for someone to say, but I actually love working. I would. Miss I was actually work. going to say, do you even want a relationship? You do have a major relationship card there. You have the hair front, which is relationship, commitment, engagement, marriage. But is there a part of you that you, you say, I want to meet somebody, but do I really? Yes. Yeah. That is, that is very correct. <laughs> Because it's like when somebody does, like if you did start chatting to somebody or meeting up with somebody, you'd, you'd kind of run. Um, well, you see, this is my second time round. The first time everything went. And from 2006 till this present day, I have stayed building. So it seems to be the life story for every for, for the majority of men. I know. That, well, And women. Mm, we all get a bit like that. Out. We all get a bit. We want it, but we don't. Yeah. But anyway, I've, I can I've learned, see it. I've learned to live with it. Yeah, I well, okay. So, so do you see anything in the few? What's, what's in his cards there? This relationship is he going to give up cards, a bit of that but work? I, I think he's he's he wants it, but he doesn't. Maybe the relationship is with the job. No, I think when when somebody <laughs> when he starts liking somebody, he just ooh, freaks out and doesn't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, is there yeah, somebody you like at the moment, David? Apart from Grania. Um, <laughs> there was yes, there was there was somebody from, I suppose, from years and years back, and she just appeared, but uh, it was very strange and very complicated. Do you know Um, what, okay, can I tell you what I'm getting? I was getting the high priestess there. Did you feel she'd be a bit controlling? Yes. Did you feel she'd be making demands? And I think she would have. I think she could have been somebody who was very kind of, it was her way or no way. You are actually meeting somebody new. And it could be really, really soon. Really oh, soon. Right. Go on, ring you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go out riding together. The horses. What have, what have you got, David? What kind of horses? I have a 17-2 draft mare. Fabulous. I bought a year old. We broke. She's riding and driving. Faux fab. I have, uh, and I have 
uh, 22-year-old Please God, she lives till June. I have a 22-year-old sports horse. Just All right, there. fabulous. Yeah, my, my thoroughbred, she was... She was 27 when she died. Okay. Well, listen, David, unfortunately, I have to We're wrap it up. We've run right out of time. But listen, David, I hope you do get to meet somebody. I think your ideal partner probably is Grania because she loves the horses too and you've been great riding the horses together. Uh, Grania Nibelode, thank you very much indeed. If people want to go visit you, um, well, not like in jail or anything like that, but if they want to go talk, if they want to go talk to you, South Ann Street. I'm in the Psychic Eye in 22 South William Street. Oh, but South if William you're looking Street. for me, Sorry, South just Street. if you just Google Groin a Tarot Card Reader Dublin, you'll come to my the Psychic Eye page, and it's the Psychic Eye as in capital I. Okay, okay. So yeah. look, just look just her Google up. Me. Grainne, the Google Psychic me. in Dublin. Uh, I have yeah. an Instagram page and and a, and a Facebook page. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.